Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with Rachel Zwain, my new friend, and we are having such a good time talking. If you missed Monday's episode and Wednesday's episode, go back and listen. You're going to be encouraged as always. And Thursday is always fun. It's fun to come back and kind of tie up the conversation that we have been having throughout the week. And I'm just, I'm so encouraged by you, Rachel, your heart for the Lord, your heart for families, your heart for your kids. And it just shows, it shows in you. And so we're talking about tips for homeschooling. And mm-hmm. I, it's fun as I'm looking through all these these tips that you have. And I'm like, so many of these are things that we talk about, but I think we need reminders of yes. them time and time again. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we often talk about is remember your why. Why are you homeschooling? And so mm-hmm. I would love for you really quickly to share with us, Rachel, your why. What is your why? Why did you even decide to homeschool in the first place? Because I know... We grew up in a generation where homeschooling wasn't really a thing at all. I mean, you know, I I knew one girl who was homeschooled and that was it. And I knew no one else. And so you and I had a very different upbringing than what our Mm -hmm. children are having now. So you weren't homeschooled. Why in the world would you choose to homeschool your own kids? (laughs) Well, it was just a blessing from the Lord because we hadn't really thought about it because we didn't even know that it existed, which is probably funny to some people. But, you know, that was... I mean, we had our first daughter 24 years ago and maybe California too. It wasn't as popular here, but I hadn't heard of it. And a few families and new families came to our church and they homeschooled their kids. And it was just interesting to us. Wow. What is, what is this? And so we asked a lot of questions and it just sounded so exciting to us. And we decided just to go for it. And the main reason was just to give them that biblical foundation Mm. to be able to have a lot of time to lay the groundwork and to be able to make choices for our children about what they were going to be taught at certain ages. And that ultimately was the number one issue for us. And of course, there's so many other benefits, just even being able to be extra careful with friendships and who they were spending a lot of time with. And it wasn't to shelter them in a way where they just didn't understand what the outside world was like, you know, that we were overly protecting them because we really wanted to expose them to everything in the world, but and our timing and the time that we felt was right for them. Sure. So that's been a big blessing over the years as we've just seen, even just through my dad's ministry and um, street preaching and street evangelism, exposing them in that way. Yeah to just see what's out there. And and they're not surprised by a lot of things because we dialogue about all these things Mm -hmm. in our home and they understand how to share the gospel and understand the Christian worldview. And it's, it's been really great to just make a lot of those choices of when we're going to talk to them about sex and all the different aspects that are being taught in public schools right now that are just 
so inappropriate for children of young ages and right. so confusing to them. And so being able to do that in our own timing, but really go in depth about a lot of things, give them that complete open door to ask us anything yep. and to just talk very openly as a family so that it's normal for them to come to us about anything and that we would just be able to have that open dialogue. And so homeschooling has really enabled us to be able to have so much time to do that. It's also, there's so many other blessings of it, you know, even my husband's schedule and being able to work around that and get a lot of family time. But ultimately it was just giving them that biblical foundation. Yeah, that's right. There's, Mm -hmm. there's no, there's nothing better than that about homeschooling. Yes. And then, and, and the reason that I encourage moms to really know that and to even have it written down is because in the midst of all the craziness and the chaos and you just feeling like, I cannot do this another day, they're right. going to school, you got to go back to that and That's look right. at it and you'll remember like, okay, we're going to do this. It's worth it. That's right. And I, I know why we're doing it. It's not just random. There's a reason behind it. And you just sometimes need to reorient yourself with that. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So one of the next ones you have is don't compare yourself to others. And I, we're going to kind of breeze through that one because we just did an entire episode with Heather Creekmore about comparison. And so if you haven't listened to that one, go back. You will be so encouraged. We've had a great response from that one. And so go listen to that one. Well, actually, I'll put the link to that one in the show notes as well. So go back and listen to that one again. But um, it it is... A thing that a lot of homeschool parents do is we compare ourselves to others and and we need to just know God made us who we are. God made our family mm-hmm. who our family is and our kids the way that they are. And so we need to just be comfortable and secure in knowing that God has our family established exactly as it is. Um, the next one you have is never copy the school system. We talk a lot about that. Don't bring the classroom yeah. into your home. Pretty much every new homeschool mom I know does that because it's it. <laughs> it's what we know. You you get the desks, you get you know the whiteboard, you get all the things. And not that it's wrong to have any of those things. It's just not necessary for everybody. And some people really thrive that way, and that's okay. It's there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not necessary for every mom to do that. Um, yeah. and, and so the pressure of it too, that it has to look like that. Right. And that kind of goes back to the comparison thing. Well, this is how school does it and we're doing school at home. So this is what it should look like in our home. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's, that is just, it's not, it's not true because your homeschool is going to look very, very different than what a traditional school is going to look like. Um, but the next one I really want to focus on is you talk about reaching out for encouragement. And I think that's so important for us as moms. How do you reach out for encouragement yourself? And then how do you um, find ways to encourage other moms besides through your Facebook and Instagram um, Joyful Moms pages? Um, I think over the years, just close friends of mine who were homeschooling, we would just dialogue a lot. You know, even back in the day, we weren't texting even. Sure, right. <laughs> we had the phone call and that was always kind of crazy because you have to be running around and getting up to mischief while you're on the phone. But even just coffee dates, going out and just sitting, you know, it's so easy for us to feel like, I don't need that. I'm too tired in the evenings. Yeah. I just want to go to bed. But we underestimate the encouragement that comes from just connecting with other moms that are going, they're in the same season or even if they're ahead of us in the game, but they understand our struggles and just dialoguing about it because it's pretty amazing to me how even just having a conversation like that and pouring your heart out and there's not necessarily big answers to it, sure. but there's more of just encouragement like you're going to make it, you're going to get through this. And then a refocus of like, this is, this is who I want to be. Like I talked about earlier, um, 
you know, of encouraging each other with no excuses, but also sympathizing and crying with each other and saying, you know, I don't know how I can make it tomorrow, but encouraging each other with scripture and being able to just have that connection and really be real about it. Because I do feel like there's a lot of moms that are going through so much and they're really even depressed and miserable and really struggling with joy. And they're seeing everybody at church on Sunday or they're seeing people at play dates and all these women have happy um, looks on their faces and big smiles and seem like everything's going great, but really they're dying inside because they're feeling overwhelmed and they need to know that you're struggling or they need to know that you have struggled in the past. And that's always really helpful. So whether it's even just texting or, um, you know, a phone call or a coffee date, just making time for that. And I know I've just, and even, even being able to encourage women when you're not going through a lot, but thinking about the women in your church or your friends that might need just an encouraging scriptures, sorry, scripture sent to them, or um, just some encouraging words to know that you're praying for them. That just goes such a long way. Yeah. Amen. Well, and that kind of leads into the next one, which is finding ways to get a break. And mm-hmm. I think as moms, we really need to take a break sometimes. And and I think we know that, but it's mm-hmm. hard to actually make that a reality. And so yeah. oftentimes, you know, it's find if you have a homeschool community where you live, or you have a church that has teenage girls, um, or you have friends who have kids who are homeschooled as well, swap kids for a day or for a few hours or mm-hmm. take them to grandma's house. It's I think for some reason we often feel guilty for leaving our kids. And I don't know why that is because they're with us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And we feel like, oh my goodness, if we leave them for five hours, you know, it, it's going to destroy them somehow. Yeah. But mm-hmm. in reality, we need time as yeah. moms away from our children to refresh ourselves. And whether that's taking time with another mom to go have coffee, like you said, mm-hmm. Or if it's time to just go by yourself, maybe we're, you know, some moms are real introverts and they need to just go sit in a coffee shop and -hmm. read a book or watch a movie by themselves or do something just to kind of refresh themselves. I think that's so, so very important. But let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Rachel. And what, the the next thing that we're, we're talking about tips for homeschooling, the next one that you have, which I think is fantastic as you talk about stop doing what isn't working so i'm going to just park there for a minute and i'm going to let you talk a little bit about that oh my goodness i cannot even tell you how many times i've gone to a homeschool convention and got so excited about something that i found right. <laughs> that looks amazing to me and i get at home and we start up the new school year and it's just not going well just bombs spent money on it and just really want to make this thing work. And it's so easy just to keep going with it. And of course we want to be diligent. We Mm -hmm. want to be faithful and finish what we started, but sometimes deep in our hearts, we know it's just not a good fit. And so we, we just need to change things up. We need to, to do things differently and we need to try something else or, you know, ditch that curriculum. Um, you know, maybe ask around, 
other, ask other people some advice on how they're dealing with a certain subject or maybe find others that are going through some of the same things, the same struggles of finding a student curriculum and just dialogue with them. But sure. ultimately, we need to just be careful not to push through on something that's making everybody miserable. And I know even sometimes it's not just the students that are not liking it, because I know some of my kids basically hated every single writing <laughs> curriculum that I chose. And it wasn't the curriculum, it was the writing that they didn't like. But, right. You know, sometimes it's for us, it's so miserable. Like I remember one year teaching um, writing and it was just so intense on grammar and just it was just miserable for me to even pull that book out. And so it just I think that there is a balance there because a lot of the academic work that we're doing is going to be intense, especially as they get older and and we're gonna have to work hard and the kids aren't gonna like it. We gotta push through. But I think we deep down we know that there are certain ones that are just not a good fit and it's okay to change it up and to do do things differently. Yeah. I love that permission. (laughs) Sometimes moms just need permission to do those things and and to be able to just put it down. And, And you know, sometimes you can even sell it to another homeschool family because maybe that curriculum doesn't work for you, but it's going to work perfectly for your neighbor. And so it's, it's perfectly okay to do that. Totally. And then another aspect of that is just even like, let's say you're doing a lot of field trips that year and it's just really becoming overwhelming. A lot of times we just have to say, okay, we're done. We're not going to do, or we're going to really cut our field trips on because it's just not working. There's so much, you're feeling so stressed and overwhelmed being out of the house too much. And so it's important to just always be reevaluating. Obviously we do big evaluation at the, at the end of the year and think about how we want to do the next year, but it's okay to keep evaluating as we're going throughout the year and just making sure that we are really, um, you know, careful to not do things just because we feel like we have to do them, but is it, is it, is it good for our family? Yeah. Well, that segues perfectly into your next point, which is don't overload your schedule. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. easy to do sometimes. You know, <laughs> homeschoolers used to have the, you know, negative stereotype of being unsocialized. And now I think, and oftentimes we've kind of flipped that and turned that table mm-hmm. to where we're now mm-hmm. sometimes, I, I won't say too socialized, but too busy. Yes. And we're out of the house all the time to where we're not even home to do mm-hmm. the things that need to be done at home. Yeah. Too much in the schedule, too many sports events. You know, when you have multiple children, you can end up just being all over the map during the week and right. on weekends. I remember one year we ended up putting four of our kids in soccer and that was the last time we ever did that. <laughs> and um, it, was, it was wild and, you know, it was okay. We made it through, but we definitely knew that wasn't going to work long term for just us to be together as a family right. and have that time that we were just growing together on the board. Yeah. And so it's hugely important for discipleship and discipline that you have enough time in your home train and disciple your children but if you're literally in and out of your vehicles back and forth all over the place and separated and just exhausted then there's just not going to be time for that if you don't have time to slow down and deal with the discipline issue because your schedule is too tight then you're just too busy and it's unhealthy and unwise and it's okay a lot of times your kids will enjoy less of a busy schedule. It's not always the kids that are the ones that are pleading for it. It's us just feeling like we need to go above and beyond, especially because we homeschool because everybody's always telling us we're not doing enough or they're going to miss out on this and that. And um, just really bringing it before the Lord, because I know that some families can have a pretty packed schedule 
or a, a reasonably heavy schedule and then they, they manage okay because mm-hmm. maybe they have fewer kids or maybe they're in a season where their kids are older and it's it's flowing where I'm, and they're always together as a family when they're going to those events. But I think you just always need to be reevaluating that as well. And I know for me, I just had to always make sure that there was a lot of time in my day to stop and deal with heart issues with my kids, with yeah. attitudes. And if you feel so rushed and you're pushing aside those things and you're not dealing with them, then you need to make some changes. Yeah. Yep. I agree mm-hmm. completely. Okay. Your last one, and I love this one, is do your best to savor this season. Mm-hmm. So you've now, mm-hmm. you've graduated four, four? Yeah. Of yes. your kids, four of your five. Yeah. So you just have one left. One more. How yeah. did you do that? How did you savor that season with your kids? Oh, wow. It's, it's hard to do it. It really is hard to do it because not everything is exciting and enjoyable. Right. And so you are a lot of times longing for the next season because you want to get out of that tantrum season or, you know, the, the diapers or, um, hoping for them to be more independent. So you're not just running around like crazy, just everybody needing you constantly. And so you have to be really intentional. I feel like I do have some regrets in some ways that I wasn't more focused in some seasons. I, you know, it really was my heart to do that. And sometimes I wonder like, would I ever really been able to savor it in the way that I wanted to? Cause you just miss and being little and just yeah. sweet and cuddly and, you know, being able to put them on your lap. And so I always ask myself, did I savor it enough? And that's why I, I have this heart for women to be able to come alongside and say, you know, it, it's going to be hard to savor it, but just find those times that you can and remind yourself that it's going to go quickly. And so I feel like, yes, I was able to savor it in the way of just laughing with my kids more. And some of those things that I shared earlier about really, just having fun with your kids and not being so stressed about everything and worried that yeah. you're you're not doing a good job. And those things are very distracting when you're parenting through those hard seasons when you're so stressed and trying to really be focused on truth. And that's just being rooted in the word, right? And right. making sure that you are doing everything for the glory of God, but not looking around you stressed that you're not doing enough and just bringing all these things before him. So it is, it's tough to savor it, but I think that we just, that's the goal, right? We just keep yep. coming back to it and just ask the Lord to help us to savor it, even if it's a hard season. And I think that um, the Lord will just really give us that strength that we need, but definitely making sure that you have everything in its right place so that you can savor it to the best of your ability. And some of these things that I've shared will help you to savor it yeah. because you don't have so much chaos when you're being intentional with your parenting. Yeah. Amen. Well, I want to share one last verse, and this is one that that you shared, and it's James 4.14. It says, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow for what is your life, it is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. And Mm -hmm. it's true. I mean, you know, people tell you from the time your babies are born, you know, enjoy them. It goes so quickly and it does go so quickly. It's Mm -hmm. shocking. And I know you understand that even better than I do because you now have a grandbaby. I mean, that's just because you've, you know, you've got four adult children. And so it does go so very, very quickly. And, Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, the Lord gives us a short time with our kids that we can really savor that time yeah. with them. And it, again, just like going back to all the other things that we have to be intentional about, we have to be intentional about enjoying this time with our kids because it just yes. goes by in a flash. It's amazing. So yeah. yeah. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for your time this week. You are a blessing and thank you for your encouragement again. Um, tell people again, really quickly, what your Facebook and Instagram pages are, how they can find you on those. Yeah. So if you just go on Facebook and, and type in and search for Joyful Mothers, um, it's it's right on there. You'll see it right away. It'll pop up. And then on Instagram, it's just joyful underscore mothers and you'll find it on there. And I would love to have you join me as I just really seek to encourage all of us to just walk in holiness in our parenting and even as wives too. That's another aspect that I talk about on my pages, just encouraging us in our marriages to just yeah. really, really be serious about it. So yeah. Amen. Well, thank you so much. Again, we will put those links in the show notes for you guys. So you don't even have to go look for them. Just click on the link and you will be able to find those. So Rachel, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time this week. And Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have had an encouraging week this week with us. Make sure you share this with your friends. Sign up for the Schoolhouse Rocked newsletter. Keep up with us and what's going on with the movie. And if the Lord puts it on your heart to make a donation, we would love that you could go to schoolhouserock.com, make a tax-deductible donation, and help support the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked. We love you guys. Have a great rest of your week, and we will see you back here on Monday. Bye! Every year, parents just like you are discovering Classical Conversations, a vibrant, supportive Christian homeschooling program that's been equipping parents since 1997 with the resources, tools, guidance, and encouragement they need to homeschool their children with confidence and prepare them for a lifetime of success. Visit our website at classicalconversations.com to find a nearby community and learn more about homeschooling the Classical Conversations way. Classical Conversations, Christian homeschooling simplified.